to Stone 12 Days of IPA, episode number three of... Brutal Battle. Still getting through this pack, and after this episode, we are halfway through this pack of hoppy beers. And the two that we have for this episode in particular, uh, not excited about the first one, very excited about the second one, because that style is one that hasn't been done a whole lot before. I'm still, I'm interested to see if this, it's something we're still kind of into, because I know it's a style that we've had randomly here and there. Yeah, not for a while. Not a lot of breweries doing it anymore. It was like one of those flash in the pan styles that was real popular for a bit. But I referenced it, I think, a few episodes a few episodes ago. But um, okay, we'll just get into it. Get I guess. into it. You want to introduce the first one or the second one? Sure, I'll get the first one. one. Um, this is just hazy IPA. Literally, all it's called hazy IPA. Yeah, six point seven percent, and we'll read the yeah flavor text, text after. later. Yeah, so and these are all twelve ounce bottles. Yeah, gonna expect that we're not gonna love this just because we're not big into hazies, but you know every now and then we are surprised. So hope for a su- a good surprise, but more than likely we're not gonna be fans of it. We'll see. There you go. What's it looking like? Not hazy? It's a little hazy, but not like super hazy. I will say that it does look like there's there's like particulate in the bottom. In the bottom. So if it if we had it kind of like more agitated, then we uh, it would definitely be more hazy. But yeah, it's a little it's a little bit hazy, okay. but it's very yellow. Very yellow, a little orange, but mostly yellow. Yeah. <sighs> hmm. it smells yeasty. It does. I mean, it smells like a hazy IPA. It's got that, like, overly yeasty smell to it. There's something... I'm getting grass. Yeah, I could see it being grassy. Um, It's weird because usually hazy IPAs have, like, these very aromatic noses that are, like, awesome. And then the flavor's just nothing like that, and it's disappointment. But this one doesn't have a big nose Mm -hmm. to it. It's actually very low-key. A little orange... Yeah, definitely orange. Um, it's maybe it's. I get a slight bitterness on the nose. Maybe it's lemongrass I'm getting. Okay, yeah, I could see. I could see lemongrass. I could see lemongrass, a little bit of actual grass. Um, I'm thinking. I I see what you're saying with orange, but I'm thinking it's a little more on the tangerine side of things. Citrus wise, is a little different to me. Okay. And it's got this sweetness to it. Yeah, there's a sweetness there. Like a little, little, like, slightly resiny-smelling sweetness. Um, I mean, it doesn't smell bad. It's just a very low-grade nose. Hmm. I kind of like this. Hmm. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not bad. That yeastiness that's on the nose, it's not as pronounced yeah. in the flavor, which I'm is good. A little pine or pineapple? Yeah. Yeah, no, there's definitely pininess in there for sure. I definitely get pine. Actually, yeastiness kind of growing a bit as I sip it. Yeah. I, yeah, I... There's more of a bitterness to it than you would think being a hazy IPA. It's not too sweet. Yeah, no, it's not too sweet. That bitterness is doing a good job of kind of keeping the sweetness from being too much. Yeah, I think flavor-wise, what you were talking about with the nose of orange, I think the flavors coming off as like orange peel because of that bitterness rolling into it. 
Plus that yeastiness ends up rolling into the bitterness as well. Um, it's a, I don't hate it. I don't really like it that much, though, to be yeah. honest. So the hops they used were Eldorado, Azaka, and Sabro. I mean, I just feel like when you're making a hazy IPA and you're using nice hops like that, you're just wasting the hops. Because then, you're not really showcasing them because you're having this disgusting yeastiness that's kind of overpowering the nice juiciness of the hops. Flavor notes are tropical, citrus, and juicy. Yeah, it's not... Okay. Was that the whole flavor text, basically? I mean, the text on the bottle basically just says they're excited to see this how the IPA is the most popular style in the craft beer world. They're proud of our role in helping it get there. And Did they help it get there? I don't think they really helped it get there. I think hazy IPAs... Oh, became... not hazy IPAs, just IPAs. Oh, general. IPAs in general. I, was, I thought you meant specifically hazies, because I'm be like, they did not no. at all help popularize no, they're that. just they're just excited to brew, like, a different style of IPA. Oh, yeah, yeah. And... I mean, yeah, 100%, they made IPAs a lot more popular, for sure. Yeah. Um, credit where credit's due on that, for sure. But, okay, eh, not big into it. I like it more than you do, I think. Yeah, you definitely do. All right, I'm very excited for the second one. Um... This is their Sublimely Self-Righteous. It's a black IPA or Cascadian Dark Ale, as other people know it by. This one is 8.7%, so it's a little bit of a big boy. It's a big boy. There's some flavor text on the back, which we'll get to. Um, We haven't had a black IPA in quite some time. I can't even think of the last time. I mean, it's so rare that we see black IPAs out in the wild or even in liquor stores, like anywhere. It's just, it's such an uncommon thing. But for a while, like, probably like a one-year span or so, it was popular. Like, it was the big style that everyone was like, oh, man, black IPAs. And I really enjoyed it when it was around because you get, like, a really nice, like, roastiness and, like, a little bit of coffee, maybe some chocolate. But then a lot of, like, hop character as well. And I have liked that, but we'll see. It's been a while. Maybe I feel differently, but... And I know we have had this before. Oh. Long time ago. But okay. anyway, it's it looks dark. dark. Yeah. yeah. It looks like a black IPA. I mean, you probably look at it without smelling it and be like porter, stout. Yeah. Something like that. Um, the head is pretty beige, too. It smells really good. It smells really good. It smells really, really good. <laughs> I love this smell, it's actually. Like multi. Oof. And then <sighs> citrusy. Citrus, but also cat pee. Cat uh, pee. Yeah, I haven't really smelled cat pee in a hoppy beer in quite some time, but I 100% smell cat pee in this. And I should know because I just cleaned a litter box recently yeah. today. I like it, though. Like, it smells... Not that I like cat pee. I just... Like, it's an okay smell in beer, the way it presents. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, a lot of citrusiness there. I feel like I get a slight peachiness, actually. Sure. Which is interesting. There's a little fruitiness. Okay, it smells in. really good. It smells like this awesome kind of marriage of like multi dark, flavorful mm. characters and that mm. like juicy hoppiness. Yeah, it's really good. It's a decent bitterness to it. Oh, wow. Ooh. I wasn't ready for that bitterness because you yeah. don't smell a ton, but that bitterness really yeah. hits pretty like, hard. Oh, it's like a dark, like high concentrate dark chocolate bitterness. 
Which, by the way, on that note, we recently had a 90% dark chocolate. That is horrible. I do not recommend that. Like, it's so bitter and chalky, and you taste pretty much none of the chocolate because the bitterness and chalkiness just overtakes everything. But then we did a 70%. That was pretty decent. It's almost too bitter for me. Yeah, that bitterness does kind of get a little overpowering. I'd be interested to see, though, when you continue to sip it, how that mellows out. Um, Because as your palate kind of acclimates more to that bitterness, uh, I still quite like it. Yeah, I I like it, too. Um, But, like, the taste, like, that lingers in my mouth is just bitter. It's just, like, coating my mouth in bitterness. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Well, and it's interesting because there's a decent malty sweetness to the beer. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm about to start getting, like, a really nice... Um, like chocolatey note in there, yeah. But then the hops just kind of jump in and beat it down, yeah. and then like quickly after with that um, bitterness. Uh, so yeah, if the bitterness was down a little bit further, I think like a nice chocolatey note could kind of pop out. But I do get an interesting roasty character on there, like a slight coffee to it. Hmm. Which that reminds me of another style that hasn't really been around much at all, but I want to come back, is coffee IPAs. I loved coffee IPAs. We need, and I know Stone made one at one point. I don't know, maybe they still still do, but I want those coffee IPAs, man. Mm. I go back to the first one and I like it more. Okay, well, let me try. It just, it doesn't taste like much to me after the the self-righteous, the sublimely self-righteous. Yeah, I don't really like that one. I'm not a fan of the hazy. Um, The sublimely self-righteous is nice, though. Um, Does it taste like almost 9%? No. Not quite. So that's a little dangerous. Um, Definitely not. When you take larger sips, though... Because I take, like, relatively small sips to be able to aerate the the liquid in my mouth enough for flavor. Um, But when you take larger gulps or sips, I feel like I do get more of the roasty characteristics. I do get a little bit of, like, a chocolatiness. Um, So, it's good. And also, my palate's been acclimating to the bitterness pretty well. Yeah. It's good. I like it. So, obviously, we're both going to pick the Sublimely Self-Righteous Black IPA. As a winner of this, and the Hazy IPA is... I mean, Rebecca likes it more than me, but... Um, let me see. I won't read all the, the flavor text since we didn't do that on the first one, but... Uh, no, 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 no. It wasn't really flavor text. It was just like a paragraph. Yeah, yeah. That was like unrelated to anything. Yeah, they were just saying that, that like this beer in particular became like one of their boldest chapters in their history hmm. because of the style of beer. Um, it became... Wow, it became their number one most requested Bring It Back release of all time. That's interesting. Uh, Thrilled to share this limited return with those who clamored for it to come back, and even more excited for those tasting this deep, rich, hoppy magic for the first time. Oh, so this is a limited run. So it's not back. They're not going to keep brewing it. It's just... I don't know if it was just for this pack. Right. Or they... But, you know... Per what it says, this this is limited. That kind of sucks, because that's a good beer. But, oh well. There's so many other beers out there that are good, too. So, 
Anyway, fun time. Uh, not going to do all the stuff at the end of this one. Maybe we'll do it at the end of the next one. But uh, halfway mark right now. Mark. Got three more episodes of this coming. I'm excited where we're going from here because I think we're going to have even better beers. But we'll see. And then a reminder, we're doing a final ranking for both of us at the very end, which could end up being exactly the same ranking-wise for us, but we'll see. Anyway, thanks everyone for checking this one out. Until next time. Keep it brutal.